Welcome to Patterns and Possibilities, Curious Conversations with Miss Handy. I'm so pleased to begin a new pattern of inquiry that involves an up-close and personal conversation with special guests around the globe who actively use human systems dynamics to transform the patterns in their world. That new pattern of inquiry begins with our special guest right now. I'm delighted to introduce you to Dr. Miriam Baez. Miriam is a physician specialized in clinical pharmacology and a doctor with almost 30 years of experience in the rigorous world of clinical research, the strategic context of the corporate environment, and the fascinating world of human development. Miriam has always been passionate about teaching and facilitating the growth of people and teams. You can learn more about Miriam by reading her bio in our show notes. Welcome to Patterns and Possibilities, Miriam. Thank you for having me here, Tamala. I'm delighted that you were able to join us on this podcast for our special conversation. I'm curious, what led you to HSD and what were you looking for? Well, I got in contact with HSD just by chance, serendipity, and I got fascinated by, by it from the very first minute. Uh, it was the fact that uh, I could somehow influence on my future. Um, the most relevant for me from HSD is when I understood that future cannot be controlled and uh, future cannot be predicted. And it was only by letting go that I could influence it and get something that would be much better and much more desirable for what I wanted to achieve. And that might be a bit complex saying it this way, but I'll I'll tell you a bit more clearly and, and, and simple words. I was in terrible need to control absolutely everything. And the more I needed to control things, the less things were happening the way I wanted. By understanding how complexity, the theory of complexity and chaos, how things work, how letting go would allow me to see patterns and influence them in a way that would be much more natural Trusting on how I could stay in inquiry and see what else I could do, even though I could not control it, would relieve me so much and release so much tension that has made me advance much clearer and peaceful in my life. So I would say that's it. The mind shift. I would say mind shift is the word. Now, you talked about having the need at one time to control things, and it sounds as though it could have been a pattern in your life that you were experiencing. So what I'm wondering is how difficult or how easy was it now that you found HSD to let go of that pattern and then to develop a new one? Uh, I think what's helped a lot has been some of uh, the models and methods that HSD has. Uh, Staying in inquiry in a way that I don't need to look for answers. 
just opened my mind to new possibilities. Looking for new possibilities is definitely something. Uh, the adaptive action cycle, uh, iterative all the time. So you can keep saying what's changing, what else you can do. And any small step is going to make shifts and changes that you can uh, see again. So those two definitely have been important tools for me. And mostly at the beginning, then I've been incorporating much more, but only those two are really definitely important. You also mentioned a word that I love, which is serendipity. And so I'm also wondering, how has serendipity shown up in your life in other ways? And how do you know when that's actually happening? Uh, I think there is a, I think actually when patterns that have been there all the time, or maybe are new and are emerging, make sense to me. Somehow, I tend to say that has been serendipity. And what is serendipity other than realizing that something's out there because you're just paying attention and your focus is on trying to understanding that. So uh, it's happening all the time. Yes, all the time. Now, since you are a doctor, you know, that mm -hmm. is a totally environment in itself. And it probably has, I'm going to assume, its own unique patterns. So if you had to think about it, because you do this all the time, this is your world, what are some of the patterns that you think may not be as useful for someone that works in the world of medicine that keeps them from seeing other things that others may see? You mean patterns that doctors have that maybe others don't have? Yes. Um, yeah, I... Um, there, there is a skill, a half, a talent, a pattern that uh, I've been quite good at all my life and has been diagnosing. When I was physician, I was pretty good at diagnosing diseases and rare diseases or things that maybe others took a bit more time. It was something kind of easy for me. Not so much other areas, but that one, that particular one. How I use that pattern along my life has been when I moved into the corporate uh, environment, I use the diagnosis to diagnose the market. Market research and market trends was something I was doing very well. And nowadays I still do as a consultant, uh, a market research to found or uh, diagnose the viability of a product, for example, or a new product or a new niche. For a market so and how do i do that now uh on my professional life i am consultant mentor and coach as mentor or coach not diagnosing because i don't like diagnosing as having labels but seeing patterns what is there that behaviors thoughts um attitudes skills that you can use and try to get people find the resources so they can do different patterns or have different patterns and shift them. So which do you find easier, recognizing the patterns in yourself or recognizing the patterns in others? In the past, it was very easy to see and recognize the patterns in others. 
since I started all that work of, since I really understood better and had some structure on the complexity and the serendipity and the pattern spotting and all that, it's been way much easier to identify those on myself and be able to influence also on who I want to be or what behaviors I want to change on myself. So now having that ability to do it in a much easier fashion for yourself, what have you noticed in terms of shifts in your life? Any new insights? What has happened as a result of that? Um, I use HSD models and methods, uh, pattern identification, energy, tensions, differences all the time. A very recent example. Uh, was this past weekend, I was with my group of girlfriends from the university. We gather once a year and we are very diverse. We're 10 people that over the years, that's 35 years ago, we started, we met for the first time. We've changed, we're different, but we're very good friends. It happens all the time that there are some points where energies are at different stage. And I I, I had seen in the past how that could trigger really disagreements or discomfort. And this past weekend, I just mentioned, I can see the different energies that are in the room. Can we just pause for a second? Just mentioning that make everyone realize that that was not a bad thing. We were all on different stages of energy and on different stages of thoughts, probably. Uh, it helped us just laugh a bit and reconvene and say, what's going on? What's happening? Let's move on. So that's that's one way, probably an example, a particular example. Thank you for sharing that example. And I'm also wondering, what else have you learned that maybe you haven't mentioned yet? And what other ways are you using HSD? Um, let me start with the ways I use HSD. I use, well, I think I just explained how I use HSD in my personal life. Uh, in my personal life, I would say the most important is back to the very beginning stay in inquiry and adaptive action cycles that helps me a lot all the time and it's helped a lot with my children as they were growing up and and now uh posing questions in, instead of giving immediate advice that's another pattern i used to have immediate advice uh now i can just pose as questions and i'm happy not knowing the answer uh, i'm just happy if i see the other person takes the question and goes with it Till by itself, it's going to find it. Uh, and the professional, in my professional life, I would say on my consultant and mentor part of my professional life, uh, I use it a lot to help managers and um, executives develop their leadership skills. I actually uh, have a course on leadership based on HSD uh, models and methods to help them understand the new paradigm of leadership and what are the competencies that can help them get there. And I, I teach them all the models and methods um, based always on the inquiry and adaptive action cycle. And 
and my other hat on 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 the professional life is on the co is coaching and i have also another course that has just three weeks ago been approved by the acf uh, accredited for ccces for um so anyone who does it and wants to renew would have the the credentials um and i use it to help people understand the patterns of thoughts, their patterns of relationships. I use it with individuals and with teams, but the, uh, the systemic approach to the, the, the human being and to the teams, to any organism, the company, the communities, um, the systemic approach through the lenses of the complexity and understanding the patterns that emerge and how the systems will self-organize themselves. So we cannot deny that. So let them self-organize and keep attention to and focus on what the, the new patterns emerge. As you know, Miriam, HSD has six simple rules. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you had to pick one of those, they're all very important and all useful, but if you had to pick one, which one stands out most to you or maybe is the most important? May I pick two? <laughs> sure, absolutely. No, yeah, the rules of inquiry definitely uh, have made an impact on my life. Uh, that's something I have here on my desk uh, that I have now on my heart. I mean, I live by the rules of inquiry as much as I can because that's not so easy. But uh, and celebrating life on all its aspects is something I cannot keep aside. So that one has to be always with the other ones. Well, how ironic. I love all of them, but also for me, celebrating life is extremely, it's at the top of my list for sure. My last question for you, though, is now what advice would you give to the HSD community and to the world of human beings who haven't yet experienced HSD? I would say for people who don't know HSD or maybe scared by hearing the complexity, the uncertainty, uh, don't be scared. Just approach any of the HSD activities, uh, adaptive action labs. The I I run also uh, the inquiry space, but that's in Spanish. Uh, there are many ways to approach any of the associates to learn more because it really can change your life. It definitely can change your life. I want to thank you, Miriam, because this has been a really eye-opening conversation, and we appreciate you giving us an inside look in your journey in, through, and with HSD. Thank you, Tamala, for having me here, and uh, looking forward to meet soon somewhere else. It's been my pleasure. I'm so grateful that you've joined us for our new pattern of curious conversations with Miss Handy. Be sure to tune in next time when we'll talk to another one of our special guests from around the globe about their unique HSD, what, so what, and now what experience. Until then, continue using adaptive action to discover all of the patterns and possibilities that exist in your world.